Larry and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, 27th day of May 2021. My name, that would be Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yep. And we are ready to do a broadcast for you today. That is including but not limited to a nerd alert from Big J. We also have a chance for you, one of the last few, that is, to get qualified for our big backyard box at 9.15 with what's in the box. We have a chance for you to play other games like Pop Culture Smackdown as well as Bad Impressions this morning. We are going to have a chance to talk about a lot of different things over the course of the show, including some cool things happening at college campuses across the country. Ooh. Uh, I admit that I'm a bad fan of something over the course of the show today because oh I, I feel like I am a a torch carrier for this particular pop culture thing. But as I uh, have looked into myself and inward, I've realized that uh, I, I didn't do a very good job of that over the last several years. And so uh, all that is on the way over the course of the show today. Big J, we start by asking you, hey, hey. How you doing? Uh, well, yesterday, st- uh, been, been nap guy here lately, right? You love naps. Yeah. Um, so the wife and I were uh, were taking a nap, and we heard this extraordinarily loud crash. It sounded like it came from our house, and uh, that means usually one thing: the cats got into something, and something's destroyed. And so uh, an investigation revealed that nothing seemed to be out of the ordinary. So we went back to taking a nap. Um, came. Got, got laid around, got to doing stuff, and uh, went out, and uh, apparently uh, the garage door wouldn't open. So the spring coil on the garage door opener pff, blew up for just, no reason. But was your garage door open? No. It, then what was the crash? That was the spring and the coil of the garage door exploding. It exploded? Yeah. Did well, you, those springs are very tight, and when they go, they go. They're very dangerous. Wow, I would think that it would, but I mean, like, did you had you would open and close the garage door at all yesterday? Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it worked fine, and then it didn't work. So that's what the loud crash was, and you can see there's stuff that isn't right, and so the garage door doesn't work. I gotta get that fixed today, or at least start that. And did the guy who was supposed to show up yesterday to do the bathroom stuff show oh, up? Oh yeah, awesome dude. Awesome, awesome. So you went the from bathroom completing, is done, completing the bathroom to now another huge project. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and this is gonna cost some money. Yeah. Because hey, home ownership, baby. Yeah. But hey, uh, I'm much cheaper than trying to buy a home now. I'll take a new garage <laughs> any day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll take you'll take an eight hundred dollar fix over a uh, half a million dollar problem, right? Right. So, I'm sorry to hear that, Big J. I'm glad. So, you had to manually lift your garage door today? Can't to even open it up. Oh, it's one of those deals where it's totally locked I mean, down. it's busted. Man, uh, that is uh, bad news, Bears. But uh, the good news is you get it fixed without uh, much delay of that, I'm fairly certain. Uh, we will play some music to get things started today. How about some Sublime? It's what I got here on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence the advocates are here for you call 208-471-4444 chat with an attorney online 24 7 at advocateslaw.com you deserve an advocate big j a couple of former guests of the morning after had some good news yesterday luke caldwell and clint robertson you know them as what big j the boys boys yeah they're stars of the house flipping show the boys the boys on uh hgtv but they announced guess what they're doing another show for hgtv Oh. It is called Outgrown, and they're filming it now here in the Treasure Valley. It is set to premiere in the fall. The show is not about flipping homes. 
but it's about helping families stay in the homes they're already in in a very competitive housing market. So Boise Boys did so well, HGTV called them up and said, hey, listen, uh, would you guys try and, mind trying another format? This time kind of helping families. And of course, the pair jumped at the chance, both of them fairly large family men themselves you know what i mean both clint and luke have a bunch of kids and so they understand that you know sometimes if you have more people in your house than you initially planned when you bought the house you have to get creative with your space and you can't always afford to buy another house to figure out that problem and so uh bring in luke and clint to do a great job of remodeling and coming up with different house plans to make a little bit more room in your current home for your family and so they know how easy it is to outgrow a house, so maybe, just maybe, they can help them out with that. Uh, they also get a chance to help out some new families, and working with each family on each home renovation is also a good thing, and they're good guys, so a new TV show for our friends, Big yeah. J. Yeah. That's a good thing. And your former classmate, for crying out loud. That's right. You and Luke go way back. Even though well, he sometimes... he doesn't remember that. <laughs> That is true. He had a much more foggy memory of you guys hanging out uh, when he came into I mean, the studio. I stayed the night in his house as a kid. Listen, we all get big time, buddy. It happens. I mean, his dad would remember me. You probably a big time bunch of people didn't even know it. Probably. Uh, I've told you this before, too. I mean, like, they have some serious selling power in this market. Like, uh, I didn't know this when I originally moved into my place, but the house literally right next door was a Boise Boys renovation oh, that they wow. featured on the tv show and so when i had moved in the house next door was for sale and it has sold twice since i have been there and i haven't even been there a year yet and each time there's a huge sign in the yard about how it's featured on boise boys and you know how you get nosy in your own neighborhood you pick the little flyers up by the way yeah uh again less than a year that house has sold twice and it was the last time it was listed it was a hundred and thirty thousand dollars more than the first time it was listed and nothing else has happened to that house other than it's changed hands twice. And it has aged less than a year since the Boise Boys worked on it. So uh, they've got some cred and they got some recognition. And I, I don't know if I'm, I mean, I imagine the housing market being as ridiculous as it is also played a little bit into that uh, particular price. But, you know, if you're using it as a selling point every time, obviously it has some sort of good, you know, name cred to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, good job, guys. Continue uh, doing what you're doing. And, you know, just tip your hat to Big J every once in a while. It's always a hassle. New York Islanders and the Tampa Bay Lightning advanced to the second round of the NHL playoffs after winning their first-round series yesterday. Islanders beat the Penguins 5-3, to three, so they win that series four games to two. Lightning blinked the Panthers 4-0. Uh, to nothing. They win 4-2 to two in that series as well. Wild skated past the Knights 3 to nothing. That series is tied at three apiece. We're going to get a Game 7. On the hard court, Philadelphia took care of Washington pretty easily. They're up 2 to nothing in that series. Knicks evened up their series with the Hawks with a 10-point win, and the Jazz won big over the Grizzlies last night. That series is tied one game apiece as well. Big J, we have a new daytime talk queen. It's official. NBC announced yesterday that they have officially come up with their replacement for Ellen DeGeneres when her show ends in fall of 2022, and they're giving it to Big J? Kelly Clarkson. Oh, shocker. She uh, obviously was being groomed for that spot as well, but they haven't been happy with her ratings. But listen, uh, with NBC, 
seems to be doubling down on people that nobody is tuning in to watch. Uh, they did the same with Jimmy Fallon, who's now a distant third in the uh, the late night talk show race. But yet they inked him to a five-year deal. Uh, Kelly Clarkson's ratings have gone down by more than half since the pandemic began, but they've already committed to her for a bunch of years as well. So I'm not sure what that means. Maybe it's just the NBC is kind of doubling down on personalities that people are recognized as opposed to uh, whether or not people are actually tuning in. But Kelly Clarkson's going to be the successor for Ellen DeGeneres. Basically, all that means is the current version of the Kelly Clarkson show kind of takes over all the time slots that Ellen's currently in. The, the prime time, if you will, of daytime talk is going to be given to Kelly Clarkson. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Sad state of affairs here, Nick, in the world of mobile or uh, gaming and multiplayer gaming. You know, uh, in general, more than 350,000 Call of Duty accounts have been banned for racist names or toxic behavior on Call of Duty Warzone, Black Ops, Cold War, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Mobile. According to a post from the developers yesterday, the bans have taken place over the last 12 months, were based on player submitted reports and had an extensive review of our player name database. The post said we're committed to delivering a fun gameplay experience for all of our players. There's no place for toxic behavior, hate speech, or harassment of any kind in our games or society, the report says. Is this just people's names? Or is it from it's also both. from like... It's, it's probably people using racial epitaphs while they're playing and those sort of things. Now, we talk about how that thing is prevalent. You play a lot of this kind of Call of Duty stuff. How prevalent is it for you? Like, well, you- I mute everybody. Oh, okay. So I don't hear a damn thing, okay. you know. And then, and even so more so, if I was playing with friends, we'd be playing in game chats. We wouldn't be hearing, or I mean, in, in group chats, we wouldn't be hearing all that anyways. Um... So yeah, you you can definitely. But, but I'm it guessing is bad. You, it's prevalent. I was gonna say you muted for a reason, probably. Right? Yeah, I, I actually, you know, I, I don't encounter a whole lot of that, but um, I haven't been playing a super lot lately either. But it, it's bad, and that doesn't even come close to the cheating stuff that they banned so many people for. It's just kind of uh, it, you know difficult out there, and um, it's too bad because it's a really cool thing that you're able to do, meet people from all over the world, and, and I I know that you know there are a couple people who uh, I've met from other countries when I used to play a lot and um, you know we still chit chat back and forth in chat um, but we don't get to play games anymore it's just kind of too bad that that's the way it is it's, it's really stupid people yeah people are jerks should uh, maybe uh, look at themselves in the mirror and uh, take some action uh, if nothing else Nick the Tokyo 2020 Olympic Games happened as a video game they're still in consideration uh, COVID-19 concerns within Japan, and so calls to cancel the previously delayed Summer Games uh, have been out there. But Sega's official adaptation has still gone forward and is coming to Western consoles here in June of uh, 2022. Now, that's already been released over there in the the East, in Japan. Uh, I don't know, do you remember playing the the old Olympic Games uh, in arcade form? I I remember playing, like, some sort of form on, like, the old-school Nintendo system, but it's been a long, long time. I really enjoyed that. Now, Olympic Games Tokyo 2020, uh, it launched in Japan in 2019 on all of the consoles. Its worldwide launches uh, on the platforms for PC version is available on Steam and Google Stadia now. But it's the first traditional Olympics Games uh, in, in a very long time to be on console. And uh, they decided to throw in a little bit of zaniness being developed by by. Uh, 
Sega uh, in the form of an avatar creation suite, letting players compete in traditional uh, country kits to more uh, uh, more imaginative outfits like a pirate in their astronaut costume. So you can play, imagine doing the hurdles as an astronaut, that sort of thing. LOL. Yeah, exactly. It's unknown if those particular outfits survived, uh, but uh, the licensed Olympics video game not doing much better than you'd expect is a non-Mario <laughs> party game. You've got the 100-meter dash, the 4 by 100 relay, the long jump, baseball, basketball, beach volleyball, BMX. I mean, there's a whole bunch of cool stuff. It looks really fun, and it's updated graphics-wise from what we remember as kids. All right. So, uh, so there you go. Might be the only Olympics that happened. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, that's it for Nerd Alert today. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You're up to date on all the nerdy stuff. I'm Morning After with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, nostalgia is fairly in right now. And if you remember back in the 80s, we didn't know a lot about what was good for us, what was bad for us back then. And so we shoved a lot of processed food down our gullet. Do you understand? It was the path of least resistance for a lot of things. And so that was the way we go. So because nostalgia is making such a comeback, Yahoo decided to look into some things from like the 80s that probably it wasn't a good idea if it came back. And one of the things that they found out was a fairly popular thing that was from like 1984 to 1990 was incredibly bad for us and probably not a good idea if it comes back. And uh, that treat was a, a little food called the Oreo Big Stuff. Do you remember it, AJ? Yeah. It was released in 1984 and it promised to deliver more chocolate and more cream than the original Oreo. Mm, now that's different cream. than the than the the current like big stuff that's on the actual market today. These were individually wrapped, kind of separate, gigantic versions of the big stuff that was like you know kind of sold in like grocery store aisle checkouts kind of a thing. But the cookie itself was about three inches in diameter, so it was a bigger version of the Oreo, and it clocked in with. 13 grams of fat just in that little cookie. So basically, when you sat down and you ate an Oreo Big Stuff back in the day with all the cream and everything, it was the equivalent of eating about five regular Oreos in one sitting. And uh, Oreo Big Stuff was discontinued back in 1991. And the only reason why it was discontinued was because it was way over the USDA's 1990 dietary guides for Americans of how much fat a single serving of something should have. So basically, uh, Nabisco was like, boy, this is a bad idea. (laughs) We are way over the amount of fat it's supposed to be. So that got rid of the big stuff Oreo. Now you have the Oreo Mega Stuff, which is like they come in the actual like sleeves like regular Oreos do. Mega Stuff! And by the way, if you eat two of those Mega Stuff Oreos, it's the equivalent of 180 calories and 9 grams of fat or essentially uh, four cookies. It's basically double the cookie in one. So it's still less than five cookies in a single serving, which is what the big stuffs used to be. But they're not coming back anytime soon, which is interesting what we used to shove down our gullets back in the day. 
76ers won easily against the Washington Wizards, 122-95. They're up 2 to nothing in that series. Knicks captured a game at home from the Hawks, 101-92. That series is knotted up at one game apiece. Jazz big over the Grizzlies last night, 141-129. That series also tied up at one game apiece. Both the Islanders and the Lightning move on to the second round in the NHL after winning their series four games to two. And we're going to have a Game 7 in the Minnesota-Vegas series as the Wild won last night 3 to nothing. So that series is tied up at three games apiece. Big J, I talked about how uh, I'm a bad fan of something, and even though I say I like it, I realize that I, I, I clearly uh, am not putting my money where my mouth is. And that is of the Evil Dead. I, I love Evil Dead 1. I love Evil Dead 2. I love Army of Darkness. I love everything about Bruce Campbell. But I will fully admit, I did not watch Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Uh, despite all the good things that I heard about it, I was just never a Star subscriber. So I never yeah. had a chance yeah, me too. to me too. get into that series. And now they're doing another series that will follow that up for HBO Max. It's called Evil Dead Rise. It will be written and directed by Lee Cronin and Alyssa Sutherland and Lily Sullivan. And the film is also reuniting everybody from the original 1981 filmmaking team. So Sam Raimi's involved. Bruce Campbell are involved as executive producers. Robert Tappert, who is a big key in having that first film made, will also produce this series. It doesn't look like Ash is going to be involved in it, like an on-camera perspective. But it also sounds like that's Bruce Campbell's decision in it all too old for that bleep and so he wants to just kind of be behind the scenes and make sure it's kind of i guess being steered in the right direction so there's that but also bruce campbell says if you're upset go watch ash versus the evil dead apparently it's got a pretty good storyline that makes sense as to why he's not doing this kind of stuff and so it, maybe it's time for me to revisit or to visit that series originally i think it's time for you to do that uh will you no well why not i don't know huh i don't make commitments like that what are you talking about? That's all you do is watch like ridiculously long series. You've done it with like NCIS? No, I mean, I don't make commitments until I'm actually doing it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, so you're never going to watch it. Maybe. I don't that, know. That also is a commitment, by the way. That's not a commitment. Morning after. It's a commitment not to do something. Mm. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X rocks. We are headed to China for today's We're Going to Hell story. There is an old saying, money can't buy you happiness. You're familiar with this, yes? Yeah. But it sure as hell can make your dreams come true no matter how goofy those dreams may be. And that is why we are introducing you to 35-year-old He Shishua. Uh, He is a very successful businessman over in China. He's only 35 years old. Uh, He has been doing uh, this for the last 10 years because from the age of 20 to 25, he was a professional soccer player. Now, never great. Always on kind of tier two, didn't put up a whole lot of stuff, but he was able to make a living playing soccer for a while, got out of the sport, and then turned himself into a very successful businessman, so much so that he essentially has become just shy of a billionaire over there in China. And so, you know, when you have that much money, Big J, eventually you're going to do something selfish with it. You understand? Yeah, of course. And once you have that kind of money, there's going to be a lot less pushback from people to tell you, hey, what you're doing probably is a little bit uncool, but, you know, whatever. 
And so what he ended up doing was he bought a football club, Zebu Kuju, which is Kuju. the soccer team that he was affiliated with when he was a youngster. It is a team in the Chinese second division, China League One, uh, a club that has struggled in the past, but you know because of the connection, he decided it would be something that he wanted to purchase. And so he did exactly that. And that is when he decided to use his power of owner to start making some very interesting decisions. For instance, uh, he demanded that the coach put not only him, but his son on the team. And listen, man, you're the team owner. You have to do that. Now, he is 35 years old and a former soccer player. He can kind of, you know, pull his own. But the other part of this is his kid, who is about 11 years old, and also a superstar. He's a superstar footballer. He's kind of a bigger kid. Oh. And so he now also is a professional soccer player, but a lot of the footage of him on the pitch is going viral because it's fairly clear that a portly 11-year-old boy doesn't belong on the same field as professional soccer players. But according to... At least the reports coming out of China, not only is the 11-year-old on the team, the dad has made the coach put him in the starting lineup. So this kid's playing a lot of minutes on this football field with a bunch Probably of other good. players. He's losing some weight. That could be. Uh, but uh, if I said that translated into a successful soccer team, you're probably not too surprised to find out that what? it has not. No! Uh, they're it, not winning? They're not winning at all. As a matter of fact, uh, in the standings right now, the team finds themselves in very last place. They have only put together one point in all of the games that they have played so far. And so it's not its not a good seat. And his kid is last in points. He's a forward and everything. And so he's last in points. And then, by the way, his dad just ahead of him with one point. Uh, so his dad's not tearing it up either. But both of them are out there on a regular basis, professional soccer players and all, because, you know, his dad is the owner of the team. And it's not like the teammates can complain about passes and positioning and starting time because, listen, they want to keep their jobs, right? They want to be professional soccer players, too, and they are getting paid to play. So shut up and play with my 11-year-old kid, I guess. But it's gone viral in China because, well, lots of reasons. But, you know, people claiming he's making a mockery of the sport humiliating the coach and the players as well because of all this and that, you know, it's weird that 11-year-old isn't actually in the league. All these kind of things. And yes, it makes sense, but at the end of the day, Big J, he owns the team, so he can do whatever the hell he wants. It would be the same, by the way. Like, Jerry Jones could put himself on the Cowboys if he wanted to. There's no rule that says yeah, he can't. of course not. And so if he really wanted to, he could do that. If, like, my dream was to always be a professional football player, I'm going to suit up. He could do that. I mean, he doesn't. He's a questionable owner that makes questionable decisions, but he hasn't gone that far yet. But, again, when you have that kind of money, Big J, not a lot of people are going to talk back to you. You understand? Right. That's what happens. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. It is the X Rocks. Pearl Jam, even flow here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, I'm going to need your expertise on the following topic. Because I do not partake. You uh, are a coffee drinker. Yeah. And are uh, probably somebody that drinks the most coffee I've ever seen. Give me an idea of your typical coffee 
consumption. 17 pots a day. But for real. I don't know. Probably ranges from, you know, five to ten cups a day. And uh, do you drink it, obviously, here in the morning. And then when do you stop drinking coffee? Do you stop drinking coffee? Oh, yeah. Usually usually around 10 o'clock. In the morning. So you don't do it? Yeah, 11, maybe 11. You used to do it all day. That's not a thing anymore? I don't think I really did it all day. Well, you used to say you did. So that was Yeah, I used to say a lot of things. Gotcha. Okay. So you stop around 11 o'clock. And you pivot into something else. Has that always been the case, or is that fairly new? Like, had you uh, discovered for the last fourteen years? Okay. Uh, and so <laughs> before that, I wasn't getting up at four in the morning. And what is the reason that you drink coffee? Is it for the energy boost? Do you feel it gives it to you, or is it for just the caffeine? What What is the reason? Oh, it's probably all of the above, but more. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with more ritual. It's just what you do in the mornings. Yeah, yeah. But you also do it at home too, right? You drink on the weekends. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you drink coffee in the morning, kind of a thing. And so uh, the interesting part is they found they started to do a little bit of a study about coffee consumption and when you should drink coffee, and your age has a pretty big part of it. They found that the younger you are, the earlier you drink coffee, the more benefit it does for you, i.e. with improving your attention span and giving that little kick and pick up and energy that you need. And then they found that as you get older, it's probably a good idea if you mix in some coffee, if you're a coffee drinker, in the afternoon as well. Because once you get to an age, they say, where you feel like you can't make it through the day unless you take a nap, energy is probably fairly important to you. And so it's good to have that in the afternoon as well. Uh, the experts, however, do you know kind of to say that uh, everything depends on your biology. You know, somebody with an average tolerance to caffeine will generally feel a little bit more alert and focused from anywhere from one to six hours after having a cup of coffee. But if your chemistry is a little bit different and you have your own biological clock, meaning you know you don't really have a connection with caffeine and energy and focus and that kind of thing and there's plenty of people out there that don't then you know coffee's not really as necessary to you as you think it is now whether or not you enjoy drinking it is another angle altogether and that has nothing to do with this but if your reason for drinking coffee is because you say it helps you focus and it gives you energy then these are things that might come in handy down the road yeah are they specifying is this coffee or is this like coffee drinks no no it's it's coffee black that's the that's what they focus the study on with uh, college students and then people over the age of 45 and up. That's kind of what they did the study. So Coffee it's black. The guy Andre 3000 played in pro, semi-pro? No, different oh. guy. Uh, the kind of drink that you were talking about just two <laughs> seconds ago. And so uh, it's actual mm. coffee. Not like, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like the right. coffee-flavored like milkshake. Like just a sugar bomb. Right. Yeah, no, those are different things altogether. That's a whole other craving issue that people have. And that may be an addiction. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Some important stuff. Plus, we got your pop culture smackdown. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured because of another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208 471 4444 or chat with an attorney online 24 7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. We talked yesterday about how it's probably a good idea that everybody lowers their expectations a little bit on a lot of things, and I want to kind of give everybody a heads up. It might be time to lower those expectations for 4th of July. Because according to a statement posted by several fireworks companies, 
there's a shortage of fireworks out there, Big Jim. My Freedom Day! No! Uh, according to several fireworks companies, the fireworks industry is facing a, quote, massive product shortage. The company says that more than 60% of the fireworks ordered by companies in the U.S. for this year will not actually make it because of the shortage. The issue is increased shipping costs. Apparently, uh, increasing costs by uh, fireworks have gone up by more than 100% over the last year. The company explains that many distributors tried to wait until the freight prices were low again, so what ended up happening was that created a massive shortage that the industry hadn't seen before, and now everybody's ordering, but it's not going to get here in time, and they can't afford to get it over here anyway. And so there's that because of the Suez Canal disruption, because of a bunch of port closures in Canada, the pandemic's temporary shutdown of all that stuff, and new restrictions for production at Chinese fireworks factories. All of this means that fireworks will be one more expensive and two difficult to find because demand will be so high once it comes time for them to come in. So I'm just letting you know now. It's not like there's not going to be any, but expect to pay more and expect to see less selection this year because there's going to be a little bit of a shortage. So now you've been warned. Got it? Great. So keep that in mind when you're making your fireworks runs. I'm going to come off sounding like a jerk here, Big J. But a big deal is being made about Adam Vinatieri retiring from the NFL. Yeah, probably the best kicker in NFL history. Absolutely the best kicker in NFL history. There's not even, I mean, Morton Anderson's in second place, but Adam is number one by a long shot. But as God is my witness, I thought he had retired already. And I looked it up. He hasn't played in a game since December 1st of 2019 when he basically was cut by the Colts after missing three field goals out of four. Yeah, I remember. And he was having a really, really bad year. So, I mean, I guess it's not official until you say it's official, but if you haven't played in the NFL in a year and a half and you're 43 years old, I kind of assume you're already done. You know what I mean? But the announcement is official. He's hanging up his cleats. He's not going to try to make a comeback. He had to undergo knee surgery and everything else uh, because, listen, man, uh, he had had a rough go of it for a while. But... He was a hell of a kicker for sure. Made 29 game-winning kicks during his career, including three that actually won Super Bowl titles for New England. So, clutch kicker, really good. Uh, Just, you know, broke down. He's 48 years old, man. What are you going to do? But he kicked forever. Forever. But uh, just couldn't quite get it done towards the end, and now he's officially wrapped up. Big J, uh, for those of you that watch Friends, may be uh, a little bit weirded out to know. That at least according to a genealogy website, Courtney Cox and Matthew Perry are cousins. And in real life, I mean, they're related. Wow. And yes, even though they played a married couple and sure made out a bunch of times and God knows what happened behind the scenes. They were only acting. They didn't mean it. Well, <laughs> didn't mean it. Uh, the sitcom of his stars apparently share a distant relative, William Haskell and Ellen Haskell, who were married and lived in England around 500 years ago. Uh, according to the company, that or that means they're also both da- distantly related to Lady Gaga. So there's a bunch of weird stuff going on in that particular world. But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, y- you're right. They were only acting. Again, I don't know what happened behind the scenes there. I'm guessing that everything was on the straight and narrow. But it still would be a little bit off-putting to find out that somebody that you made out with for like seven years is your cousin, right? Yeah. It would be a little bit weird. Even though if it's you meant it. distance. <laughs> you keep saying that. If you meant it. Well, well, you know, they were acting. I understand. But it's not like, you know, uh, they actually, I mean, can you name any other family members that they made them, that, that kissed on TV? In that particular way, acting or not? 
Um, not offhand, but yeah. I'm sure it's happened. I'll rest my case on that particular point. It still is very, very weird and has to be uncomfortable for both of them, is my point. Not not did they mean to actually kiss as cousins. I realize that, that there was an intent there, but the act of kissing is what makes it taboo, not the intent. Hmm. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, there's your important stuff. Down. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Let's get to some fresh new music, huh? The uh, Black Keys have put out a new album. It's called Delta Cream. It's real good. We'll get it for your ear holes via the email, digital. You can get it wherever you want it. That's how it'll work. You just got to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. If you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown and see if you can't be the latest person to defeat Big J in pop culture combat. Big J will admit it hasn't been his best run of things as of late, but you know yeah, the last couple weeks have been real poor. All it takes is one day to turn all that bleep around. Hello, The X. That's right, man. Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name's Ken. All right, Ken, you're up first. Ken, Frank Oz was the puppeteer as well as the voice of this little green fellow from the Star Wars universe. <laughs> Uh, Yoda. Right. Yoda is Yee. correct. Big J, everybody knows, even you, that Scarlett Johansson is Black Widow in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But the only reason she is, it's because this actress said thanks but no thanks to the role that was originally offered to her. Oh, man. Oh. Somebody turned down Black Widow. Yep. And is perfectly okay with that decision, by the way. She's doing just fine. She's doing just fine. She's doing just fine. Um, let's go with Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is a good guess. Wrong. What have I said? Uh, Devil Wears Prada. One of the movies she was in. Oof. Not helpful. Doesn't help. Uh, what if I said? Uh, what's the actual name of that movie? Edge of Tomorrow. Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. All right. Emily God bless her. Blunt was originally offered the role of Black Widow, and she passed on it. Congratulations, that's all it takes, my friend. I should read things. That just came out like a couple days ago, right? <laughs> yep, you have got yourself. I'm trying to keep it current, thinking that maybe your eyeballs have maybe gone over some things. I could point at the things I look at if you really <laughs> want. <laughs> yeah. it's almost cheap. I'm just going to actually send you the questions to ask like, me. I'm, I'm doing Marvel stuff. I'm trying real hard, man. Uh, Your version of trying hard and mine are different. Well, I mean, I do know things that you, I would think your eyes would be drawn to, and anything Marvel Cinematic Universe, I know you're into. So I'm thinking there's at least a puncher's chance you saw this. Yeah, maybe you're right. And I know you like I Emily did, Blunt. I did, but I didn't read the story. I saw the headline, and then I was just like, oh, okay, I move along. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read the story. Anyway, there's your pop culture smackdown. We got some headlines next to the X. <laughs> It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. It's $5 car sale weekend at the old Kmart in Nampa. So this Memorial Day weekend, check out the $5 used car super sale at the old Kmart in Nampa. Team will sell all vehicles for $5 down. Payments can start at $99 a month and no payments until September. Plus, they'll throw in a $500 Costco gift card. And there's even one car up for $5 total price. Big J going to be out there on Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. at the OK Mart in Nampa. Make sure you pop by then. But it is happening Thursday through Monday at the OK Mart in Nampa, courtesy of Team Mazda. Headlines are as follows. This is now a trend. That's not good. And also not great. 
This is now a trend. Uh, we talked about this earlier this week, but this is certainly something that nobody wants to get waken up by. Ken Millerman says on Tuesday he was in his bed at his home in Elk Mound, Wisconsin, when a 13-pound chunk of ice crashed through the roof of his house and into his room. The National Weather Service said the storm clouds in the area were not strong enough to produce hail the size of the ice chunk. The sheriff's office says the origins of the ice chunk are unknown. Millerman says he was lucky the chunk only grazed his arm, causing a pretty significant cut that needed stitches, but that's about it. But that is a crappy way to wake up. And Big J, the second now ice chunk in the last week that has fallen through people's roofs here in America. And in the past, these things have been proven to have fallen off of planes, but they don't know which plane it was. All that kind of stuff is hard to figure out. But either way, uh, that would suck. So remind you, everybody, to get homeowner's insurance if you don't have it. Because uh, if that were to happen in your place, it would suck. Yep. That's not good or also not great. Also not great. Skydiving definitely comes with some risks. One of them is that you're closer to the ground than you might actually think. A skydiver's parachute got tangled in some power lines around 11 o'clock on Tuesday in Riverside, California. Rescue crews from the fire department, the sheriff's office, and the Edison uh, Emergency Hospital had to respond to the scene. Fire department posted about the incident on Twitter, noting the individual was stuck dangling in wires about 30 feet above the ground. Workers for the power company had to cut the power to the lines because if they tried to go up there with the, live, the, the wires live, that would have ended poorly for everybody. And then once the power was cut, they were able to help get the skydiver down using their bucket lift. Parachuter was stuck up there for about an hour while crews had to rescue him. Fire department says the man was taken to a hospital after suffering some minor injuries, but is going to be okay and should be thankful for that. That he didn't get electrocuted like Brad Pitt in Deadpool 2. Because that could have happened. Yeah. And he's lucky that he just got tangled and didn't actually run into the power lines himself. Otherwise, that's game over stuff right there. Wrap it up with that's not good. Big J, there's a shortage of porta potties in May. Oh, man. Royal Flush, which is a porta potty <laughs> company in South Portland, says they currently have a back order of more than 60 porta potties, and that's causing issues for customers. Company says the porta potty units are being rented out for longer periods of time because of the pandemic, and the factories that make them are running into issues. They also add that an order of new units was supposed to arrive in mid-April, but they're still waiting for it. They say if new orders come in quickly, then the problem should be resolved by late June. But as of right now, they don't have enough porta potties to go around, and so go wherever the day takes you, Big J. I guess is the rule of the day. But having like and the right amount of porta potties is very important for any kind of job. Because nobody wants to go to the bathroom any other way, depending on where they are. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the stuff. Oh, what's in the box? Only on 100.3 VX Rocks. What's in the box? I'll tell you what's in the box. $10,000 is in the box. The big backyard box, to be specific. You've got today and tomorrow to qualify for this thing. And we would like to get that happening right now. So 208-287-1003. If you'd like to qualify for the Big Backyard Box, which has $1,000 in there, plus $1,000 each to places like Row Paint, Leisure Time, CHF Home Furnishings, Apple Plumbing, and more. It's all presented by Kitchen Tune-Up. And you got to play What's in the Box in order to qualify. Big J's got a fictional box. He's stumped, st- stuffed something very real inside of that box. If you can figure out what it is using his clues then boom, you are officially qualified for this gigantic prize. Hello, the X. Hi. Good morning, man. What's your name? 
This is Mitch Ryder. All right, Mitch, you're up first. Pre-pandemic, people would board these and go on week-long adventures around the world. Vacation. Now you're close. People always seem to make a big deal about the buffets and the food. A cruise. There you go. Hey, now. Well done, Mitch. You're qualified for the Big Backyard Box. Hang on one second, dude. We'll get you all set up and ready to go. Uh, You going on a cruise? No. No. No, not really. But, uh, and most people haven't been, Nick, because they've been shut down. Royal Caribbean is the first to get clearance from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention to conduct mock cruises with volunteer passengers beginning this June. What do you think a mock cruise consists of? Uh, it comes, uh, well, it's uh, probably, they, they go out on the ship, do a little, little uh, turn around in the water, come back. Do you know. think they actually, I mean, if it's mock, they never actually leave the dock, right? Passengers, um... I think they actually go out to sea here. Uh, passengers ages 16 and up must be fully vaccinated. All COVID-19 vaccine uh, doses administered at least 14 days before sailing on the ship. All U.S. travelers ages 12 must be fully vaccinated as well. So passengers on board the simulated cruise must adhere to all the CDC conditions sailing order, which requires them to agree to health screening for a check of COVID-19 symptoms, etc. See, it's a simulated so, cruise, though, so I don't think they're leaving. Passengers anymore. must agree to be tested. Yeah, I mean, they, they might be going somewhere. Or at least out in the relative, you know, maybe. I don't know. I mean, if that's mo- the, using the word mock and simulate means to me that they're just putting a bunch of people on a ship for a couple of weeks and yeah. not going anywhere come, just come to see how it's going. Yeah, Hang out at the buffet. Just to see how it would go if uh, they were actually out at sea. Because you don't really have to leave, I guess, to be on a boat for that long. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the whole part about going on a cruise is to go someplace and then also do other experiences. Might be nice but... to dip your toe in the water, so to speak. Yeah, maybe. I'm sure there's a pool or two on board. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Your bad impressions are next on the X Rock. J on 100.3, the X. And we'll get you some brand new music here from the, Bla- uh, the uh, Black Keys. Delta Cream is the name of the album. We'll get it to you uh, electronically here if you can figure out bad impressions. Let me explain how Bad Impressions works. Big J has come up with a celebrity that is in the news for one reason or another. And then he has written three clues about that celebrity. And based on those clues, or sometimes if we're lucky, the impression that Big J busts out, you have to figure out who that celebrity is. If you can do so, you are declared the victor of Bad Impressions. A parade is thrown in your honor, and you are given the prize that is the Delta Cream album courtesy of the black keys if you'd like to play here's our phone number 208-287-1003 are we going to be privied with an impression today big j or is yeah it good? i oh. think so oh all right these are my favorite kind of bad impressions when the impression is there hello the x hey this is chance all right chance you're up first good luck do you expect okay. me to talk oh no i don't know I like my martinis shaken, not stirred. <laughs> uh, James Bond? There you go. Hey, you'll take the fictional character? Yeah, that's who I was oh, doing. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you were doing Sean Connery specifically. No. I mean, you okay. were. That's the impression you were doing. But hey, good job, Sean Chance. Sean Connery is James Bond. Well, yes, but several people have also been. Eh. Uh, clue three for fun? I don't know. Just making it up as I went. That was clear. James Bond. James uh, Bond. Why is James Bond you know, in the clear? news? You're an idiot. Uh, MGM, who owns James Bond, has uh, been sold to Amazon for 
billion dollars. That's a lot of money, man. There's a lot of stuff that comes with it, aside from James Bond. Uh, you get uh, the RoboCop series, uh, also <laughs> 4,000 different movies, Nick. Uh, Rocky uh, amongst them, and the new Creed movies, along with a whole bunch of TV shows. A catalog of more than 17,000 TV shows, to be perfectly uh, frank with you, including a whole bunch of new stuff like The Handmaiden's Tale, um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot in here. Fargo, yeah, I wonder, Vikings. But I, but I wonder, like, are they doing it for exclusivity? They must be, right? I would have to say that and then continuing to create some a new original content. And yeah. Having uh, MGM Holdings and those sort of things would probably come in handy for that. I mean, uh, The Voice, Shark Tank, uh, Survivor, all of those are part of MGM. So there's, you know, I think they kind of, based on some of this, probably got themselves a deal. Well, I mean, $8 billion is a lot of money, and it depends on what they do with it. But what I'm, I'm thinking is, you know, they'd be smart, or if they're they're going to use their money wisely, it's to pull all of these properties that clearly have an audience off of the competitor stuff and put it on. Like, like the thing about James Bond is, as much as popular as he is, it's not like it's been difficult to find James Bond movies. Like, they're on every streaming platform that you choose from. You can find yeah. one, some, or all. And Amazon just go, okay, uh, that's ours Amazon, now. I'm on them. Oh, of course. And so. if, if Amazon just went, no, those are ours now. We don't want them anywhere else but Amazon, that would give James yep. Bond fans a reason to tune in. Same thing with Hands Made and Tale. They can yank that away from Hulu for whatever reason and put it on Amazon there, Prime. There are a lot of Hulu properties here, so I don't know if that's has anything to do with the deal or what. I'm not sure. If, if it's just like separate TV shows, probably not. That's more of a network thing than it is anything else. But to get a little bit of that chunk of change probably wouldn't suck. Either way, we'll see how it all works out. Only time will tell if it's worth billions upon billions of dollars. Billions. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> Deftones Ceremony here on 100.3 The X-Rocks. The Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to wrap it up for this Thursday morning. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Got to celebrate Iron Eagle this morning. Nice and early with some Dio. Got a yeah. chance to do some Nerd Alert stuff for Big J. We found out that... Being rich can't buy you happiness, but it certainly can buy you time for you and your overweight son on a soccer team in China, which <laughs> probably, I mean, if that's what you're going for, it doesn't suck, and people have to pretty much do what you tell them to do, so there's also that. And we had a chance to get somebody qualified for the Big Backyard Box. One more chance for that during our show tomorrow, 9.15, so if you want your last chances to get in on it, you might want to tune in here and make that happen tomorrow because we're going to certainly try our damnedest to make that happen. And that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, just getting ready for the longest haul too, man. Uh, working uh, pretty hard on that is uh, the uh, charity game stream that I'll be doing for the longest day coming up here on uh, June 25th. And uh, looking forward to revealing all the details pretty soon. It's going to be fun. Yep. Uh, I know that you are excited for it. I know that you have big plans for it and you're looking to raise as much money as you can for what? Uh, for Alzheimer's Association. That's right. The longest day. That's what it's all about. But uh, some people may not be aware that it's all about the Alzheimer's Association for Big J. So uh, make sure you keep an eye on all the socials for updates on that because I imagine you're not going to release anything until you get a little bit closer as to what you have planned. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot uh, that uh, goes into it. but Lots of moving parts that need to be figured out from good old Big J it's before. be a chance for people to win some stuff this time around. 
Reminder that uh, we have a big event happening this weekend, this Saturday from 11 to 1 p.m. We're going to do a live broadcast from Bronco Motors Nissan at the Idaho Center Auto Mall. Jason Drew going to be out there for the Red, White, and Bronco sales event. It's now going on at their six locations. The new Infinity crossover vehicles at Bronco Motors Infinity. You can get a new Hyundai for as low as $159 a month, even a 2021 Nissan Frontier from $198 a month from the number one Nissan dealer in Idaho. So check it out this Saturday, 11 to 1, Bronco Motors Nissan, the Idaho Center Auto Mall with Jason Drew and the X-Rocks. We'll see you tomorrow. You guys have a good one. Mr. Jason's coming in next. It's the X-Rocks.